Hi, I'm Howard Mitnick, host of Gateway Music. Join me as I talk with people about the artists and albums that changed their lives, and about the artists and albums that changed mine. Available on the Upford Network and wherever you get your podcasts. Some good friends for another week. And it is just what a picture-perfect night it is outside. Softly falling snow, beautiful, big, fluffy flakes coating the streets. Going to go out tomorrow in that silent, snowy hush that follows a, a snowy night. And it's it's going to be wonderful. And it's, it's going to feel like there's no problems at all. That everything is peaceful and everything is, is a-okay with the world. And maybe for a split second... It is a okay, and then uh, then it's Monday after that, and everything will return with a crashing immediacy uh, to my brain. Until then, let's enjoy what we have. Let's soak it up. Let's live life. Hey, 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 like Rihanna always says. Um, we're gonna talk to some friends of mine tonight. You know the drill. Let's get to it. Uh, the first guy on the show, good friend of mine. Please welcome uh, Henry Flankel. Henry, welcome. Hey, Stefan, how you doing? Oh, so so good. So nice to talk to you on such a wonderful evening. Uh, let me uh, let me ask you this, uh, Henry. Why don't you uh, describe to the listeners what what you're all about? Oh well, you know, I uh, I'm a retired private detective, and uh, since my retirement, you know, I've been trying to take it easy and picking up a little more uh, domestic work, shall we say? Oh, so you're like, uh, what is domestic work? Uh, cleaning a hotel or oh, or. I still got I still got the detective's eye, Stefan. You don't exactly turn that off, you know, once it's on. No, of course not. What I tend to do is, you know, uh, somebody has a problem. Maybe they're missing their keys or they, they can't remember where they put that book they were reading. It was just there. You know, they call up old Henry Flanko and I'll, I'll sort him out. Mm, so you're, you're helping people find things around the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a lot more than that, you know. Like, sometimes, you know, maybe you'll be thinking of the name of an actor, and you're like, oh, what's that guy's name again? You shoot me mm. a text, I'll get back to you within 30 minutes. Mm. And that, and that's actually how, how we met. Um, I could not, for the that's life right. of me, think... Couldn't remember of... Jesse Plemons. I could not remember Jesse Plemons. I was like, they call him Meth Damon. Uh, he played a murderer, a murderer in Friday Night Lights. Uh, Ooh, he, he was in Game Night. He also played maybe a, a murderer in that. Uh, just couldn't remember the name. He's got a storied career, and you know what? It leads to a lot of mix-ups. One of our finest young character actors, I would say. Um, I believe currently romantically involved with Kirsten Dunst. Could hey, that be true? Good for him. You know? But you know one thing, Stefan, I realized? Uh, yeah. Why I decided to leave the private detective uh, game for good? Oh, why is that? It's none of my business. It's none of your business. Yeah. And how did you tell me about the the case where you came to that realization? Oh, I was, you know, tracking this guy. He was cheating on his spouse. There was fighting. They tried to triangulate me into their disputes. I just woke up one morning and realized, eh, none of my business. Wait, so you were you were tracking a guy's spouse, and she Correct. was cheating. She was cheating on him. Yep. Or so they thought. But they would involve you in their disputes? Well, you know, after he hired me to work against her, she hired me to work against him. <laughs> it was a whole thing. I had to play one side against the other. Sometimes I'd book a restaurant. They'd both be in the restaurant. I didn't realize until it was too late. So I'd have to run between tables to go to each meeting. It was a nightmare. <laughs> okay, so so you did they know that you were the clients for both of them? No, I had to keep it under wraps. It goes against the detective's code. But, you know, it was an honest mistake on my part. So you booked the restaurant for these meetings and then forgot until you showed up and saw that they were both there? I, I love the bagels at uh, Cat's Deli. I, you know, I'll take any opportunity to have one. Okay. And so in the, in the end, which one of them was cheating? You know, it turns out they were both cheating. They were both cheating. Yeah, and I looked at this mess and I said, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna scale scale back a little bit. Mm. 
And did they each pay you, or did they find out that you were uh, you were kind of a double agent the whole time? Look, did it blow up in my face? Yeah, but did it end up for the better? Also, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, because I, I I remember uh, seeing a picture of you on the front page of the the local paper. Uh, Pi has investigation blow up in his face, or so it was probably wittier than that. I'm just not fast enough to remember. Um, they had a cartoonist draw one of those cigars that's like a stick of dynamite, and it was like about to blow up in my face. I thought that was a little bit in poor taste, frankly. Frankly, Stefan, still not over that. Yeah, and interesting because usually they don't put a uh, a cartoon on the front page, but I guess in your case they were they thought it was. Yeah, necessary. I have easily caricaturable caricaturable features, is what it is. Yeah, you you kind of have like the the big nose that's round at the bottom, uh, like an upside down question mark. You got the the ears with big folds in them. Don't forget the eyebrows. You draw those with a marker. You got the big eyebrows, and also I would I would describe um, a tiny body. Well. I wouldn't go so far as to say tiny, but let's just say I, I shop in the children's department. Yeah, I've I've seen pictures of you and and at first thought, wow, that man's head is almost as big as his body. I got to tell you, it's very difficult to find detective clothes in a child's size. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes I run into you at the Halloween store. Well, you know, it's the only place I can get it. So, you know, it's a costume for them, but for you, it's a profession. I, I got a lot of trench coats. What can I say? A lot of trench coats, very small, petite trench coats. So you're you retired after that uh, fiasco, let's say. And, That's correct. Uh, do you find that the domestic uh, detective work game is a is a more mundane undertaking? I like it. It's a window into people's lives that you wouldn't ordinarily get. You know, I go through people's garbage for them. You build a connection with your client. How how often are you going through garbage? Well, you know, once or twice a week, give or take. Right. I, I have an arrangement with one client where she says, look through my garbage every week just in case I throw out anything valuable. Right, and, and have you ever found anything valuable? Uh, you know, uh, some of it, a lot of it's recycling, frankly, and she's putting it in the garbage. I don't know if that counts. Oh, okay. well, uh, I guess it's not valuable, but it's incorrect. So I hope I hope your report reflects that. Quite frankly, there's still a, there's a lot of coupons in that garbage that are frankly that's, that's putting money in down the drain as far as I'm concerned. Mm, and that's why when we meet for lunch, we always go to like Andel or McDonald's and you pay with a coupon, I guess. Oh yeah, it's 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 paper money, just like regular money, although not here in Canada. What, we don't what what? Our money is like plastic. It's no good. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, do we not have paper money anymore? Has COVID changed everything? Uh, um, so I, I wanted to ask, um, kind of, I knew when you were back, uh, doing detective, I, I don't want to say actual detective work, but detective work, uh, outside of people's homes, um, you, you relied on kind of like law enforcement contacts a lot, uh, as, as many PIs do to pull yeah, I got my role index. So I'm curious, do, do those contacts come in, come in handy as a, as a domestic PI? Uh, not as much as you would think. I gotta, I have to build a whole new network. You know, I got, I'm well regarded at the dump now. A lot of the guys <laughs> down there, they know me. You know, I've retrieved so many retainers. Right. I, yeah, I, I thought retainers might be something that would be in the in the garbage for oh, sure. And, so and many so retainers. Does it does it work like it did with the cops, where you have to send them a, a little bottle of whiskey for Christmas, bring them cookies, remember their uh, their spouse's name, their kid's name, that kind of thing? At the Not dump? so much. Uh, dump guys are a lot more generous with their time than uh, local law enforcement. It's been a real breath of fresh air. Excuse the, uh, the pun. I mean, I wouldn't call it a pun. I would more maybe a reference or a, a turn of phrase. Yeah, two weeks is up. Like I said, none of my business. <laughs> okay, none of the puns. This uh, dissecting of jokes is none of your business at all. It's none of my business. Who wants to get involved, you know? So uh, I know that most detectives are uh, kind of like a hard-drinking, hard-smoking, uh, you know, dames. They talk about dames a lot of the time. Oh, is this, yeah. Is this something that you're uh, you're still involved in? You still got that? That 40 of whiskey strapped to your leg. I mean, you some habits don't quite go away. You know, I uh, I keep a shoulder holster with a little Mickey of Jack. That's what you're asking. That is what I'm asking. You got a, a shoulder. And, and where do you keep your gun? Uh, you know, I line around the house. <laughs> oh, great. Just where you want a gun. Uh, yeah. Loaded? Well, you know, finding it is good practice. Keeps me sharp, right? Where'd I leave it this time? Not on top of the fridge. Where is it now? Oh, behind the couch. 
Mm, okay. And and last time I checked, you had a, uh, a, a spouse and a small child. Yeah. But one case that I can't solve. I don't know where they went. <laughs> okay, so they're gone. So last time I checked, they were there, and now they're gone. Ah, you know, postcard on the table Christmas morning. Never seen them since. Oh, Christmas morning. Had you, had you bought them a lot of gifts? Well, you know, I found some things at the dump that I thought uh, little Timothy would like. You know, the frame of the mm. bicycle. This was, this was post uh, retiring. This uh, sudden evacuation. Oh, I've always had an interest in the dump. I would go there even when I was a <laughs> detective, as they say. I just felt drawn to it. You know. I'm I'm just curious. What what did the postcard say, and did it have anything to do with your work? Stefan, it said, "Merry Christmas." Period. And then there was a caricature of me with a cigar blowing up in my face. Oh, oh my goodness. And I guess I guess that was probably representative of your relationship with your family. I suppose it was. Wow. And they didn't even care enough about you to, to pop an exclamation point on the end of that. Ah, yeah. That's that's what hurt the most. That oh, dead wow. end of punctuation. Wow. And 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 you tried to find them to no avail? I've looked, you know, I've asked around. Hey, you've seen my wife and kid? Mm. And uh, so far, empty pockets. The, the dump guys hadn't uh, hadn't seen them? Oh, they got no idea. But they're a very supportive group, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, that's nice to hear. Yeah. yeah they, anyway, uh, they I hope they're doing you. well. Janelle, Timothy, if you're out there, your old man's doing just fine. He misses you. Please come home. That's so, I mean, it's heartbreaking, but it's it's nice to hear that you still think of them fondly and... And haven't turned into into a cold, heartless. Because a lot of times, I feel like in law enforcement, you do see that. Well, see, I wouldn't uh, call myself law enforcement, a detective, you know, or a separate breed. I also feel like you don't see that a lot in detective work. Uh, someone who admits that they are not law enforcement, I feel like. Well, a... look, I never liked red tape, one way or another. Mm. Bureaucratic red tape, real red tape, none of it's for me. Right. No, no. I remember when you were doing your uh, drywall. You refused to use the red drywall tape. Oh, it just looks so aggressive. Yeah, and uh, every time I go to your house, there's just another piece of drywall coming off the coming off the whatever it's called. You know what I heard as well is that the color red stimulates your appetite. So you know who needs that, right? Mm, yeah. Who who needs to be hungry all the time? Exactly. So we we already talked about your uh, your I guess your personal case, the one that got away. Uh, I did want to know what, uh, professionally, as a domestic uh, PI, what's the what's the one you can't crack? Oh, let me tell you. I got this one client, real mattress on the floor kind of guy, you know? Okay. He invites me in. He tells me, I'm listening to this audio book. I fell asleep mm-hmm. while listening to it. Can you pinpoint mm-hmm. where I fell asleep so that I can get back to it? I says to him, well, you didn't use the sleep timer? He says he forgot. Now, this is a long book he's listening to. This is... Uh, Nixonland, the 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 fall, uh, the rise of Nixon and the fracturing of America, and the chapters on this book they're like an hour and a half long, you know. So I'm I'm hitting that rewind fifteen seconds button, and I just I couldn't get the spot, you know. He ended up firing me, and that one still burns. Wow. So so he was he was sitting there on his mattress on the floor, and you were just kind of going through fifteen seconds at a time, and and just being like, is this it? Oh, he'd say no. That's exactly right. I say to him, you get to Watergate yet? He says, no spoilers. I say, how can it be spoilers? <laughs> it's a real event. He says, look, who's paying who here? And, you know, you got a point there. And he was he was paying you? Yeah. I would yeah. assume. Okay, good. Just to, you never know. Sometimes people uh, pay each other for weird things. Wow. And that's the, that's the one. Did you learn a lot about Nixon? Yeah. You know, here and there. You pick up things. Yeah, what, going 15 seconds at a time. What's a fun Dick Nixon fact? Oh, when he was first uh, interested in his wife, Pat Nixon, she mm-hmm. was already dating another guy, and he mm. would offer to drive them around on their dates so he could get closer to Pat. Oh, and that and that worked, I guess. That worked for it. Didn't blow up in his face. That's the part that I admired the most. Mm. And and during those drives around, was he uh, maliciously racist, like he proved to be later in his life? You know, I think he kept a lid on that until he had absolute power. Until he was being recorded without his knowledge. Yeah. Well, that's fat. Hen- uh, Henry, yep, that's your name. I checked the notebook, and we're good friends. So, of course. Yeah, but you always call me Hen, right? So I always call you Hen. You're my, you're my little Hen. 
so good to talk to you. Glad things are working out. Um, next time, I'm trying to think of what I lose around my hey, house all the time. Those glasses that are fall off your face, you know who to text. Yeah, every time you come over, I'm kind of wandering around with my arms outstretched, eyes open, but pretty much can't see anything. Got to find those glasses. And you know, if you're watching I'm Thinking of Ending Things on Netflix and you can't recognize the lead actor, you know who to text. I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Who's... I don't even Jesse know. Jesse Plemons. Is it Jesse Plemons? Yeah, of course. Wow. What a, you know, the roles that he takes are uh, incredible. Just uh, such a range. Multifaceted performer. Never, uh, n- yeah, never uh, going to recover from Friday Night Lights when he pushed that man into a post and the man died and then his father found out and covered for him. Spoiler alert for that whole thing uh, after the fact that I said it. So enjoy Friday Night Lights, um, whoever's watching it now. Henry, great to talk to you. Uh, please stick around. We're going to move on to my next guest. Guest? <laughs> I don't need to guess. I don't need to guess who she is because I already know. Uh, please welcome to the show my good friend, Mary Childless. Mary, welcome. Oh, hi, Stefan. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm doing so well. I just talked to my good friend, Henry. Um, but Mary, I, I feel like his story might be relevant to you in that he finds things that are lost around the house. And uh, I mean, I know your situation and, and often you are kind of lost around the house. I am. I suppose we should explain what my unique situation is, which, mm, yes, which is that... I have a, I have a, I'm happily married. I have a son of seven. His name is Lawrence. Um, Love of my life. Unfortunately, um, well, it's just how it is. I'm invisible to Lawrence. He cannot see me, has never seen me. We don't know if that will change as he matures. Um, Mm. For now, it seems the effect is the same among other children, at least uh, uh, any anyone younger than a teenager, I seem to be invisible to them, and it's been this way since I gave birth. Interesting. But to everyone else, uh, you are visible. Yes, yes. To my right. husband, my colleagues, yes, and to older people, but to children, and most especially to my beloved Lawrence. Mm. Wow, that's so... I mean, it's, it must be so unfortunate to, you know, give birth to a human life form and have them not be able to to see you at all for seven seven years so far honestly yes we really didn't realize it right away it took a few months their eyes take a little bit of time to develop mm. and open but then we really noticed he responded to his father uh, and would focus his eyes but he never seemed to focus his eyes on me. And mm-hmm. so we did some tests. We had some work done. And it turns out that, um, yes, that is, that, that's the case. He cannot see me. It wow. may have been the result of a, an electromagnetic field I passed through while pregnant uh, at an amusement park. <laughs> that might be why. Oh, oh okay. Um, what, uh, what ride were you going on? Oh, the hullabaloo. The hu- and was it? As it and was it worth it? Uh, I would have said yes at the time. Uh, if it was <laughs> the cause of uh, this um, um, inclement situation, no, it was not worth it. Mm, yeah. Well, I do remember kind of uh, coming over for dinner when Lawrence was younger, but just a baby still. And you would pick him up and he would start screaming in terror uh, <laughs> because to him, I guess, he was just floating in the air. Yes, yes. Also, it was as if a pair of firm hands had just suddenly gripped him out of nowhere. <laughs> so I can't do that anymore. Um, he can't hear me also. So it's I'm invisible. He can't see me or hear me. Oh. Yes. So we just, we do a lot of, I mean, I still can look after him and um, mm-hmm. I can change him and bathe him, but his his dad needs to be there to talk him through it so he knows what's going on. Um, I can read him a story. Well, his father has to read, read mm. the story. Um, I hold him and he focuses his eyes wildly in all directions. It's upsetting. I try not to read to him at night. Right. Well, I guess at uh, at seven, he's he'd be kind of learning how to read himself. So maybe written communication will soon be possible. Oh, 
perhaps, perhaps that's a good thought. He, yeah, we could maybe leave each other notes. I could leave him notes on the breakfast table. He knows of my existence. Oh, good. He believes, he says. Um, uh, there's some, uh, truthfully, I wonder if he doubts. He can't see pictures mm. of me, photographs, video. Oh, really? Just don't show up. So, so do you think that uh, when he becomes a teenager, uh, you will kind of fade into existence for him? Well, from what I hear from other parents, that's when they begin to fade out of existence. <laughs> so, oh, another pun. <laughs> well, I don't know, and I mean truthfully, I it, I don't want to dwell on all the negatives, but we're just missing out on some very important bonding in this period. So I don't know what meaning I would have for his life when I enter into it at 15 or 16. Right, yeah. What do you what do you see other parents doing that you kind of wish the experiences you wish you could have with with Lawrence? Oh gosh. A three-legged race, you know. <laughs> um that's what lo- always looks fun. It would be impossible for us. Um, just driving them places. That's not mm. possible. Tried it once. The kids screamed. The uh, 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 strange effect. The police officer also just because of the situation. I encased in a place with children. I become invisible. I. It looked like a, a nobody was driving the car. So I'm not allowed to drive oh. cars with children in them now. So wait, wait, okay. So you, let me get the science of this straight. When you are in a small encased environment with a child, you become invisible to everyone. Yes, if it's sealed, in a sealed, in a sealed environment, ready for a car. Ah, so so that's why when I come over for dinner, there's always a door or a window open. That's right. Yes, exactly. Okay, to to make sure you you maintain yeah. visibility. On, on the and plus, I, on the plus, I, I don't like to dwell on the negative. On the plus. I I I have the chance to, you know, sneak in and listen in on the fun and games of children. They can't see me. Oh. Yeah. So I I have a lot of insight into children's hopes and dreams and feelings and unfortunately I can't really I mean I can I can share that with adults, but I, I'm not able to share it or 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 parlay it into a meaningful relationship with children myself. It's a shame that that's frowned upon in society, that you can't just listen in to the fun and games of children. <laughs> I'm glad you agree. <laughs> yes. With that, do you think uh, do you think Henry that would have helped you as uh, as either an official PI or a domestic PI, being able to eavesdrop on children? Oh, absolutely. Children are open books when it comes to secrets. You know, where's my dad going at night? What's this? Yeah. What chapter of Nixon was my father on when he fell asleep on his mattress on the floor? Well, Henry, if I can help you out, if I can help you out, Henry, if it was a meaningful case, an important case, I would be glad to assist. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, send you my card. It's laminated. Excellent. In the mail? <laughs> yeah, how else would you do it? Oh, okay. All right. Um, so I know, I'm curious, uh, Mary, what... Um, what does your husband think of all this? And and I'm blanking on his name right now. It's been so long. Oh, Steve's no, seen... I don't think I said. Oh, his name is Stephen. Stephen. What does Stephen yeah. think of all, of all of this? Oh, he's so understanding. He's just oh, a rock. Um, and so, and really, I mean, I send him to all the, the, the parent-teacher events and school trips mm. and field trips. It was just too upsetting and strange if I tried to go. So he really picks up the pieces there. I mean, he also gets a lot of the credit. Really, I mean, it's hard not to feel a little envious mm. you know, when uh, Lawrence stumbles into our room in the morning and 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 wants to cuddle up with his with his father, often mm. climbing over me and kicking me in the face. Um, he has broken a lot of my glasses that way. Oh no. So sad to be crawled over by your own child as if you are not there when you are there. Uh, that's it. Yes. You just can't communicate with them. Yes. Well, let's talk about better times. <laughs> uh, when when Lawrence, uh, I guess, comes of age, uh, yeah. becomes the age where he'll he'll be able to see you. What what kind of fun mother son activities are you looking forward to most? Right. I would love to go. I love baseball. I would love to go. Mm. I, I, he plays baseball, and I do, actually. I go and watch him play baseball. He's quite good. 
Um, mm. And I, uh, I, I would love to go to a game with him, a baseball game. Mm. Yes, I used to do that with my parents. Right. Yes. So yes, I would do that. Um, I, I would like to be there for the special moments. I would mm. like to be there for prom. Um, oh, of course. I would like to be there if he has a child. It it will be difficult to be an invisible grandmother. <laughs> I really hope it oh. it will not continue. You know, into I, there's doctors really they don't know they can't say. Um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I'll be a well. I mean, from what uh, from what I've heard about the hullabaloo, uh, once you ride it, it's, it never leaves you. Oh, you yeah. heard about the hullabaloo? Oh, right. Well, yeah. uh, I'm I'm used to it. I mean, some parents tell me, you know, I feel invisible. I mm. feel invisible, and I, I I I get a little upset. I say. No, yeah. you don't understand. I yeah. am invisible. And they say, oh, but no, it doesn't matter. I, my child, it's, they ignore me. They, you know, push right past me. They climb over me in the morning. Uh, and so I have to, I mean, I have to say it's, it's, it's parents, like children, really, they, 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 they can be, they can be, you know, they're the center of the world and mine really. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Um, I, I mean, I'm curious, have you, have you ever seen the the recent uh, 2009 19 movie, The Invisible Man? No. Um, oh, okay. I mean, I I I sort of upsets me the idea of going to going to see something that might be cut close, too close to the bone. You ever consider maybe wrapping yourself in bandages so your kid could see you? Yeah, that's where. I, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to ask. Yeah. Spilling paint over yourself, or or have a mummy for a mother. It's true. Are you are you naked all the time, <laughs> or do your clothes disappear as well? I go to work at an insurance office. Adults can see me. Of course, I'm dressed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all right. So, so yeah, your clothes I wrap myself in bandages and empty paint over myself because that would not be a good look with my clients. Mm. But so I guess you're always if you're always dressed, then your clothes also become invisible to Lawrence and other children. That's correct. Yeah. Oh, it's complete. Wow. So uh, Henry, we tried. We tried to fix it. Ah, another case I couldn't solve. <laughs> oh no, add this to the list right below the other two. Yeah, oh, right boy. under uh, Lost in an Audiobook and Missing Family. Yeah, third third place I would say. Those other two are pretty pretty important to you. Um I mean Mary, I know, well, seven, we got about uh, seven more years or so before Lawrence will be able to see you. So, yeah, kind of a long time. I know, but it's been fun to catch up. I'm curious how, uh, oh, yeah, I, I mean, I was, we still have a couple more minutes here at, at this part of the, the segment. Uh, I was maybe just thinking of my next question. Um, how how has your unique situation kind of um, shaped uh, Lawrence's worldview of other fa- no- famous, notable, invisible people, such as uh, Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny, uh, so people like this who are who are not seen but believed in, like Snuffleupagus. Do you remember? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We've tried to use that as an example, in fact. Um, but he just after a few times of you, your mother was just here. You just missed her. It it mm. was. Uh, he he didn't buy it anymore. He grew excited. He thought eventually he might be able to see me, but we, it just was never lined up. Um, oh. So those yeah those examples have not not helped us. So he's not a big believer in Santa Claus or or the Easter Bunny or the Tooth Santa Fairy. Claus. He does believe in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. No, that's 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 true. He does, and mm. we have we have Santa Claus visits and. Uh, he he leaves out he leaves cookies out he leaves milk mm. he's ex- excited by the 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 evidence for their disappearance um, mm. and he he and in fact I put his dinner in front of him every night it's me who does the cooking um, oh, okay. so that itself is in a sense proof proof of my existence proof. yeah there I guess it's the little things it's the the little miracles yes oh. <laughs> little miracles macaroni and cheese on a Wednesday. Oh, is that mac and cheese night on Wednesdays? It is at our house. Oh, I love I love mac and cheese. Come night. over, come uh, over. We'll open the door and leave it open. We'll have a bowl of mac and cheese for you. Well, if you open the door and leave it open, then it's uh, no risk of COVID there because we're pretty much outside. <laughs> also true. That's been a plus. That is, yeah. That's mm-hmm. uh, well. 
Now is the time when it's the end of your segment. So <laughs> I will say that it's been Mary. It's been very great to talk to you. Uh, and maybe we'll check in again in, in seven years and we'll see where you're at. I would love it. Um, and what it's like to become a, not a corporal parent, but at least one who, uh, who blocks the visible spectrum. Yes. Um, but uh, stick around. Um, I'm sure, I mean, we have Henry who lost his family. We have you who is kind of lost to your family, but still there. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe ironic. I don't know the definition of irony, but it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to talk to our third friend of the evening. Um, please welcome. She's, hey, everyone out there, watch out because she's looking for love. Please welcome to the show my good friend, Julie Spencer. Julie, welcome. Well, it's July, but you can call me Julie if you, if, uh, if you'd pr- oh, if right, you'd prefer. Sorry. I, uh, I mean, what, I whatever you like. I mean, uh, uh, if, if you like me more for calling me Julie, then it's fine. No, I and July, we've talked about this before. You do need to stand up for how your name is pr- pronounced. As uh, okay, because I, I was born in June, but there was someone else in my family named June, so they mm. had to name me July. They just so, went to the next month. Yeah, I, I usually come second. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, and and I guess that uh, that tracks for your love life as well. You you come second often. Absolutely, I'm always the the one that's. That, that that that's not getting away. The one that's not getting away. So you're you remain there, but you're not the object. I'm not chosen exactly. You are, yeah. You're like the best friend or the the funny one or, or the mistress. The oh okay, you're the <laughs> mistress as well. Interesting. So yes, I've, I I I believe I've been caught by your friend Henry a few times. Oh, is that true, Henry? Oh, you're you're that July. I thought uh, thought I was confusing you with someone else there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every, everyone always confuses me with someone else. That's the problem. Yeah, she, she used to make the rounds, you know. Yeah. Oh, she, she was on the circuit, the yeah. circuit of mistresses. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's talk about it. We've known each other for a while, and I think July we actually met. Uh, we we were on a date, and uh, I showed up to the bar like a little bit early. And it was a blind you... date. Yeah. It was a blind day. I showed up to the bar a little bit early. I was like, I'm really excited to meet this uh, this July person. Maybe this is the one. And then uh, it just so happened that my my current girlfriend was sitting at the table right beside me or where we would have sat. And I got to talking to her. And we just hit it off. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it's, still, it's still painful to me. Well, yeah, I'm trying to remember what happened because I was immediately lost in a in a haze of uh, of puppy love and and just affection. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't what, what happened when when you showed up. I don't remember. Oh uh, well, I was already there. I was. Uh, <laughs> I had been asking for thirty minutes around if uh, if if any of the men that were there were Stefan. I was asking. Are you Stefan? Are you Stefan? Right. Are you Stefan? And I was changing the accent, you know, uh, just in case I pronounced it wrong. Right. Um, yeah. Well, I do. I do remember we we did. Uh, yeah, and this is on me, and I apologize for this, but we did say that I would be wearing a a green cardigan, and and that's how you would know who I was. But uh, I just put it on before I left my house, and it it didn't look good on me. So I so I changed. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, I, I, I thought that could happen. So I started asking everyone who was wearing yeah. green, and then I started everyone who was wearing blue, just in case you were, you know, you were confusing the colors. And then I started asking everyone who was wearing another color. Um, I even started asking women because, you know, just in, in case. Just in case. Yeah. yeah. I guess I was just so lost in the, in the moment with my, with my new, my new girlfriend that. I probably answered you, but maybe just not with conviction or. Yeah, no, no, we 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 did meet. We did meet at some point. Like I eventually, like, you were the only guy that came in that I didn't ask. So mm. I asked you if you were you, and you said, uh, "Yeah, I am me." Um, but I'm Ooh. a bit busy. That's what you said, and then you just gave me your card and you walked away. And now we're we're friends. <laughs> yeah, we're friends. A classic story of friendship. Yeah. Uh, uh, Henry, was there something you wanted to say, or was that uh... Uh, just you know, giving her the card? It's smooth. I like. It. Smooth. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you and me, we're we're men with business cards. Card carriers. Mm-hmm. So July, 
Uh, tell me, since then, what was that? How many years ago was that? Uh, four, four and a half years ago? Uh, that was four years and eight months ago. So what's what's the search been like since then, looking for love? Well, you know, we're in a pandemic, so it's been really difficult. Mm. So everyone's on apps and uh, everyone's just like, do you want to date me on like FaceTime? And I'm like, well, yeah, I want to date you on FaceTime. I'll do anything. Well, I do. I do remember at the at the start of the pandemic, uh, there was all this talk about people who lived together uh, were either uh, you know getting becoming more in love and having children, or because they're stuck together, or they were breaking up. Mm-hmm. And I remember you were actually living with this man who you would always say he's so cute, and and you wanted something more. And uh, I'm just curious if that turned into something more once we went into lockdown and yeah, um, yeah, um, he w- he was my roommate and um, yeah. I don't know, did something happen? I'm not sure. We talked more, I guess, because we mm-hmm. were together more often. Right. And then I'm not sure. You know, one of my problems is I'm never sure what the other person is really thinking. Um, mm. No, how do how do I know that they love me? Right, and I, I think we all have that problem to an extent. It's so hard to know what somebody else feels, um, and that's we learn to rely on signals, I guess. Well, I mean, he's still um, in the same apartment. He still lives here, so I guess he doesn't hate me. But... Does he? Okay, so you still live together. Um, we do, but I. But I'm seeing, I can see on the uh, the Zoom chat window right now where we're recording this that there there seems to be another woman there with him, kind of with her arms draped over him. Um, yeah, I mean, um, she's really lovely. Um, um, I think they're friends. I do, I do. They are kissing each other on the mouth right now. I do see this. Oh my god! What are you doing? Yeah, I gotta say, oh. uh, in my line of work, that's uh, number one sign of a cheating spouse. Oh my god. It's not working out, isn't it? It's not Oh, you're moving in together? You're leaving the apartment. You're leaving me alone in this apartment? In this pandemic, I have to find another roommate? Oh, you've already signed a new lease. Are they acknowledging your existence? Do they see That's you there? a good question. Yeah. Well, I guess they are. Well, now they they just left. They just left and they left with the TV. Uh, oh, July. You don't call me. I know I know what you're going through, in a sense. Call me, we'll talk. Do you have a card? Okay. Do you have a Mary? Do you have a business card? I do. I do. Okay, good. Yeah. You do, you do. It's an invisible ink. It's just an inside joke for myself. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Very I'll be waiting for it through through the mail. Now I do I do want uh, Henry's input on this because you, you witnessed this this terrible scene that we all just witnessed together and I'm I want to know from your perspective as a as a professional former PI and a current uh, domestic PI, who between July and the this other woman, who seemed like more of the mistress to you in this situation? Well, Stefan, if you must know, none of my business. I must. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Uh, well, I left that life behind. You know, people are going to do what they're going to do. All right. Well, I guess. Uh... That question will just burn inside of me until the day that I die. Well, you know what? I'm I'm not taking it personally. It's fine. Well, I, I mean, and... it did sound like you were talking about the apps and stuff before. So even if you did think you were in a relationship with this man, it does seem like you were trying to find something else. No, I, I, I need to find true love. You know, okay. like you have to keep looking for the one. Well, okay, so let's talk about that for a bit because I mean, obviously, I have listeners, and they're gonna they're gonna hear this. I I just want to know, July, what is your definition of true love? Oh, there has to be chemistry. He has to be handsome. Mm-hmm. He has to be. Mm. It's uh, probably it has to be a man. Probably okay. Um, but I'm open, you know. Um, sure. So I don't know. I I guess I have I still have that to figure out. I just, uh, I'm just looking for connection everywhere, you know, I mm. just, I just want to meet people and connect with them. You want my right. advice? Try to get him to write you a handwritten note and see what sort of punctuation he uses. Oh. Mm. Mm. And, and what can you tell from that? Exclamation mark, you're in. Period. Oh. She's gone and she took your son. 
Mm. Henry, this seems very specific to your unique situation. I mean, most people, when they write handwritten notes, don't end every sentence with an exclamation point. So, what if I'm they not sure write an exclamation point as as like like a heart, a heart shaped exclamation point? Do you think Ooh, they love question. me then? Hearts can be misleading, you know. Could just be a very weirdly shaped circle. Oh. Hmm. Well, now, so, uh, July, I do know that you have some techniques that you've relied on in the past, one of which is, of course, the uh, the heart exclamation mark, mm -hmm. which you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm, would you mind elaborating to the, to, to the audience what some of your other techniques for finding love were? Because people want to know this stuff. They want to know how to meet people. Well, before the pandemic, I would uh, mm -hmm. walk down the street and... Uh, leave a tissue behind me and like see if uh, someone would pick it up and like, give mm. it back to me right but most of the time people be, would be grossed out by it and they would just tell me to pick it up myself and just oh was it a used was it a used kleenex well i mean you might as well right kill, I, I kill two two birds with one stone Oh, okay, yeah, but if you if you're putting the Kleenex, if you're taking it out, you might as well blow your nose before. Yeah, you exactly, it, uh, exactly. You have to be efficient, a... you know. There's only one life to live. Okay, yeah. So, great tip. Um, I what, also uh, need to have children at some point, so the clock's okay. ticking. So, you know. of course. Um, other than that, what am I doing? You know, like um, I put at least an hour uh, of my day into being on apps. So mm. there's a routine to that. So, you know, like half an hour when I wake up, half an hour before I go to bed. And, mm. you know, it between yeah, during the day as well. Mm -hmm. What's your what's your opening line when you when you get a match on Tinder or Bumble or uh, Plenty of Fish or OkCupid okay or the other one that I can't remember? Coffee and bagel. What's what's the message you send first? Hey. Oh, that's it. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then you, and then you, your trap is set, and you, you wait for them to respond. Oh, I'll wait. I'll wait and see. Um, yeah. What, if what, they're interested, I mean, they'll they'll say something. Or, and, or and another it, thing is that I'll I'll ask a question like, "Hey, how are you?" Oh, going a little deeper, asking them how they are. Yeah. And does that does that elicit more responses than just the "Hey"? Yeah, because it's a question. So you know, when you get a question, mm. you feel compelled to answer it. And and this hey, does it have a period or an exclamation part, point at the end? Well, if I could have written it by hand, it would have been a hard exclamation point. Well, of course. Of yeah. course. But, uh, so it's an exclamation point because it's boring like that. Oh, well, no, it sounds like, I mean, if you're, if you're dating like Henry's dating, which you shouldn't because he's desperate and alone. Um, Wouldn't have it any other way. I don't know. I've seen you cry enough times to know that you wish that your family would return. Yeah, well, you know. Try to make the best of it. That's, I mean, that's what we're all doing. All three of my guests tonight are kind of uh, making the best of, a, of tough situations. If I could offer some advice to the young lady, uh, there's a lot of eligible, caring bachelors down at the dump just waiting Ooh. for a maiden to drop a dirty tissue, and they don't even mind. Oh, that's right. It's my audience, I guess. Yeah, that's true. I mean, no one's going to respond to uh, dropping garbage like a, like a dump man. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, when uh, when Henry sends you his card, you can uh, get in touch and should uh, take two to three business days. Two to three business days, and he can and then he can send you the business cards of the uh, the dump guys. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe that's it. Mm, that's a great idea. We might be making headway here. Um, I don't know, July. I you know you're a good person, and. What do you what do you think of the concept of kind of being comfortable in in yourself before looking for love el elsewhere? That would take too much time. <laughs> okay, I not mean, worth the effort. No, I, I need to find someone to help me with mm. that that quest. I need to, okay. like, you know, like a, it's an it's like a video game. You have different levels and you have different mm. quests, and you don't have to right. do them in order. You can just pick a quest, and the the the, the quest that I pick is the it's is true love. love yeah yeah i mean that's kind of a hard one to do first before uh dating or flirting or conversation or small talk or uh, colleagues uh, yeah i mean I, I do all that too oh okay I, so you, I, I connect with people you play you play in all the levels yeah i'm well it's love figurative love and love and you know as in caring for people and mm. uh as in 
also as in caring for myself sometimes i like to take bubble baths and um, i think about uh who i could meet um yeah well it sounds like you got a lot of love to give around to to give to people and and one day i feel very strongly that the the right person will come along for you so do i so do i Ah, well i'm glad to leave this on a positive note july it's been great to talk to you uh, thank you, Henry and Mary, as well, for uh, for chatting with uh, with me today. Um, and I'm sorry that you all feel invisible in your lives, but uh, if I can say one thing I've heard other people say, it's that it gets better. Um, thank you, Stefan. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, you're, you're welcome. And that's really what I was going for there. I just wanted to be thanked. Uh, we're going to take a short break, and uh, we'll be right back after that. If you're someone who interacts with kids, you're probably familiar with moments of being asked questions you're just not equipped to answer. Whether it's the old favorite, where do babies come from, or the nuances of discrimination, Rad Child Podcast has your back. Each episode, your host, Seth Day, leads a discussion about topics like race, disability, loss, gender, sexuality, and so much more. Our goal is to give grown-ups the tools to talk to kids about almost anything. So come give a listen. Rad Child Podcast helping to raise a generation of open, compassionate, rad kids. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and just about anywhere else. Elizabeth, are you uh, what are you a single person? Are you are you doing the apps or No, or I'm, I'm not you? doing apps. No. Were you ever yeah. were you ever on the app? Um just shortly. Uh, and then I found someone and then um, I lost to someone, oh, no. but, but, but I'm not going back on apps. I, no. It wasn't a good experience for you. No. Oh yeah, I, I was on the apps for a little bit, and I, uh, you know, didn't. It's not. It's not a fun time, really. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, you can meet people in your life. You don't need to go through apps. That's that, that's how I see it. Do it the old way. Not anymore. Everything is through the apps now, <laughs> with COVID. Is what I'm saying here. Or I guess you just so, wait. Uh, or yeah, you you wait until uh, you know this, uh, this this vaccine is going to be a vaccine for COVID and a vaccine for loneliness at the exact same time. Exactly. And uh, and I can't wait. Um, Alex, we're talking PIs. Uh, you ever hired one? No, I would like to just to have that working relationship. What it, it's, I guess it's something people do as a job. It must be. Right. Yeah. I, I can. I just can't imagine the the actual day to day of that job. I assume it's a lot of like just calling people on the phone and asking questions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll open it up to all the guests. Have any of you ever met or worked with the PI? No, but I've always been interested in the in that field of work. In that, yeah. Uh, Kyla, you're being awfully quiet about this. Oh, yeah. I, I briefly lost connection, so I might have missed the question. <laughs> Oh, okay, sure. Likely story. I was asking if anyone has ever um, worked with or met someone who is a PI. Oh, no. Uh, but I, I was a big fan growing up of like detective stories, like okay. Encyclopedia Brown when I was little, and then mm. Agatha Christie, Hercule Poirot right. were like the detective stories. But the classics. The classics. But no, I, um, I've, I've never met a PI myself. Well, I'm hearing, uh, if you're looking for a new detective series, I'm hearing really good things about Louise Penny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't remember if that's the name of the author or the name of the detective. Elizabeth, you seem to know. Um, um, that's a good question, actually. I, I seem to have forgotten as well if that's oh, the name okay. of the author. I think it's the name of the author. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, hey, random uh, author plug to the, to the listeners. Yeah. And, uh, and Kyla. Have you ever felt like you were invisible? <laughs> I'm totally invisible. Oh. Tough, tough question. You get the hardest question oh, of all. Man, that's a, no, that's a great question. Um, now I'm doing a pause that you can cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now, now I can't, I can't cut it because we're talking about it. But the audience will know that we're aware that there's a huge. <laughs> It's it's totally fine if you've never felt if you've always felt seen. I'm, everyone... I'm sure I have. I'm sure I have uh, felt invisible, and I'm just not um, now able to think of a precise time. 
Oh, well, you know what? Let's uh, use this momentum and roll right into plugs. Uh, starting with Kyla, um, if you have anything going on, a show or uh, or a class or whatever, or if you've seen a movie or a book that you liked recently, uh, feel free to talk about it. Um, <laughs> here too, I. Uh, really, oh no! <laughs> there's really, there's really nothing. No. All right. Uh-huh. Totally, totally okay. Uh, Alex, you have anything to plug or talk about or something you enjoy? Uh, sure. Uh, I will plug that as of maybe next week. I'm going to be writing for the Beaverton, the Canadian Satire site. Congrats. That's yeah. awesome. I'm very, very pleased. Awesome. Uh, so look out wow, for that. But... Maybe my name on the bylines. And uh, for a book, I'll plug uh, Nixon Land. The, the rise <laughs> of the of actually... Fracturing of America by Rick Perlstein. Oh, okay. And it's a good, is it long? It is long. It is very long. How many? Uh, how many pages? Like eight hundred or so. I listened to the audio book. Oh, okay. Well, listeners will know that I read uh, Infinite Jest this summer, so I don't give a shit about eight hundred pages. <laughs> I am a true bro of literature. Did you like it? Did you enjoy it. It's fine. I it's, when uh, I was younger, I liked it a lot. I was one of those guys. It does feel like something. It's it's kind. It feels uh, Fight Club esque. Uh, yeah, but for a more like bookish you're like, type of guy. Yeah, yeah, like a, a literary version of Fight Club, where when you're 18 or 19, it would be the best thing ever, and then later on in your life, Kyla, have you read it? Uh, no, I started. I got about a third of the way through, and I was I was finding a like the flipping back to the end notes was kind of killing me. <laughs> so yeah, I I, yeah, I, I I paused, and then it was just so much to go back to and remember. But I would like to yeah. read. It. I would like to read it all. Well, now is the time to read weighty tomes because mm-hmm. not, not a lot going on. Uh, yeah, I did have a two bookmark system: one for the where which endnote I was at, and, and the yep. second bookmark bookmark for the endnote of the endnote that I was at. <laughs> That's smart, um, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. What do you have? Anything? Well, um, I work for a nonprofit, so I can uh, sure. plug in the nonprofit. It's called yeah. uh, Telecoute. Um, okay. We do all our services in French, though, but um, if anyone's feeling lonely at some point, they can reach out to me and I'll be happy to refer them to an organization or even uh, give them some of my time to listen to them and not, and sure. not look for love, <laughs> but listen to them. <laughs> not look for love. Is it uh, the... What's the website for it? Um, it's uh, well, if you want to link it somewhere, I'll, I'll just give it. That's way easier. Okay, I'll, I can. I'll I'll link. I'll send you a message after, and it will be linked on subgoodfriends.com under uh, Elizabeth Tran. Uh, so look in the uh, the performers section of the website where I put all of the performers and all of the characters they play. So if you really want to get up on the current canon of some good friends, that's the place to go. Uh, this has been super fun. Thank you so much, Alex, Kyla, and Elizabeth for being on the show uh, today. And uh, that's it for some good friends for another week. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Those were friends, good friends of mine. I talked to them for podcast time. Those were